It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, DC? Welcome back to another edition of Lockdown Wizards with SB Nation's Bullets Forever writer Ben Mahetch and myself, Anthony Cittadino. We are your hosts, and you are now Lockdown Wizards, where you get everything Wizards basketball. We'd like to thank you for tuning in whenever and wherever you're maybe making this show a part of your day on this beautiful Monday. Make sure to go subscribe to the Lockdown Wizards podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you may listen. Go throw us a follow on Twitter at Lockdown Wizards. We have a great show ahead of us and a ton to get into. We'll be going over Washington, Washington Wizards' latest wins and loss against the Golden State Warriors and the, uh, the Phoenix Suns. Daniel Gafford's impact since the trade deadline. And we'll discuss, discuss Scott Brooks' comments on Daniel Gafford's impact and Bradley Beal being a MVP caliber player. But first, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliable low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Go visit rockauto.com and let them know Lockdown sent you. Ben, I hope you've done, you're doing well, man. I hope you had a great weekend. We got to get right into it. Like I just said, big win in Golden State. Really nail biter there. Bradley Beal, big four point play to end the game. 110 to 107 over Golden State. Then to follow up later in the weekend, um, their loss to the Phoenix Suns, 134 to 106. Ben, they are now 19 and 33. I guess, how are you, my friend? And let's let's get into it. Let's talk about these games. Let's talk about this week. We're how, back. How it's Monday, Anthony. We're talking Wizards hoops. The season is dwindling down. I can't believe we're already talking about the end of the season. The Wizards are 19 and 33. Um, yeah, look, Bradley Beal hit the big game-winning shot. It's rare that he's hit those. The Wizards haven't really put him in a position to hit those throughout the course of his career. Hit one of the bigger shots of his career in terms of uh, highlight plays there. Split the weekend with a win and loss against Phoenix, like you said, a blowout in Phoenix. But the bigger bigger thing to note here, we've talked about the wins and losses in Washington now, how the losses only matter because of lottery standings, and really the wins only matter because it affects the lottery standings there too. But Scott, Scott Brooks' comments were interesting here, and I think that's the more important thing to dig into right. other than this win or loss. He said, or after that win in Golden State, that in the next year or two, Bradley Beal's going to be an MVP type player. Anthony. So I wanted to toss this back to you. I know that you've been a huge proponent of Bradley Beal. The fact that he has become one of the best guards in the NBA, if not one of the better players in the NBA. Do you think he's, these were interesting comments because he says he's gonna be an MVP type player, suggesting that he's not there already. So what do you think about that? Is he there already? That's exactly how I took it to Ben. He said it and he's kind of implying like, Hey, wait, we're not here yet. This is the second year in a row. He's averaging over 30 points a game. Um, but he's doing it on a team that is not in playoff contention, not really in any sort of uh, contention to be um, competitive. So, Ben, maybe he was saying it in terms of how the MVP is voted on. Maybe he was saying it in terms of, of how the, the, the award is really viewed in the league. If you're not competitive, you're not going to be in place for that award, right? Like all those seasons Anthony Davis had with New Orleans – we would have loved to put him up there for MVP talk, but but they still were were not very competitive. Maybe that's what he was getting at. But Ben, besides, I mean, getting past records, getting past um, all all of 
really the politics that, that go into the MVP award. He's a, he's an MVP caliber player. He's been an MVP caliber player. Um, we had, I mean, right now he is, you know, last year, I think that was his first, first big, big year of his prime. And now he's just, he is transcending towards more and more and more. We have not seen a ceiling. We don't know what it's going to be like. And, you know, who knows? He can end up averaging 35 next year. I mean, if he keeps, if he keeps growing off this success, Ben, uh, to, to first for his head coach to say this, I guess, um, maybe that, maybe this was a shot to his ego because, in my mind, I know that you have said this in the past. I, I am of the understanding that he is the best shooting guard in the league over James Harden. I know James Harden is playing more of a shooting or a point guard role this year, but still, um, that's just what it is. And he's just on an awful team, Ben. There's no depth. Of course, he's not in the MVP conversation just because of what this team has really provided for him. Is it Bradley Beal's fault? I don't think so. This goes more towards with the, with the front office again. You want, if you want your MVP caliber player to be in the talks of even not even an MVP talk, even an all-star selection or an all-NBA selection every single year, that wasn't the case last season. And he put up almost identical numbers. And the team put up almost identical numbers win-wise too, man. So right now it's, I mean, if, if Scott's going to say it like this, if, he's, if, he, if he thinks that he's not at that MVP level yet, I, I would like to say to him he's wrong. Um, this just goes more towards, I mean, the Wizards' problems with the front office and, and put, putting a team together in place to, to be successful, especially for the Stars. Yeah, I mean, look, I echo everything you, you said. I'm not sure I can add anything more to that. Good players on bad teams don't win MVPs. I mean, you look, at exactly. Kobe, look at Kobe Bryant's career as one MVP. If you're telling me Kobe Bryant wasn't the best player in the league for at least a decade. Literally. I mean, he was an he MVP had- every year. After Shaq left, he had a handful of these teams, right, that had no depth, and it was just him. So, I mean. Yeah, I mean, look, you, you swap Bradley Beal with Donovan Mitchell, and Bradley oh, Beal's an MVP. I mean, he, 100%. He, he's, he's one of the front runners. Absolutely. He's the front runner. There's no one next to him. It's, right. He's head and shoulders above everyone else. He's the MVP. But Bradley Beal doesn't play for the Utah Jazz. He plays for the Washington Wizards, and he struggles to even make the All-Star team. Last year, like you said, he didn't even make the All-Star team, but he played at an All-NBA level. He didn't obviously make that either. So I don't know what he's implying there. Um, I think obviously he's that talented. He can win MVP if he played for a better team. He doesn't. He's kind of in the same position as Carl Towns. Carl Towns gets swept under the rug, even though he's one of the most talented big men, really skill-wise of all time. How many seven-foot guys, seven-foot-one guys can play uh, the style of basketball that Carl Towns can? Even in my other one Not of, many. One You're of right. players in the league can do what Carl Towns does, and Carl Towns doesn't get talked about as an All NBA or an MVP type player, even though he is. On any given night, he can give you those numbers, that, but he's not talked about that way. That's just a product of playing for the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Washington Wizards, and so on. Is he an MVP type skill player? Of course, but in the league, good players on bad teams don't win MVPs. That's just the nature of the NBA. It's never going to change um, unless you're averaging a triple double. Um, and putting up historic numbers like Russell Westbrook did when he won MVP, you're not going to win a championship or, or a, an MVP unless you're. You're you know. right, and Ben, we're, and we're seeing this this year right now that we had this conversation already that Russell Westbrook, he's going to average a triple double this year. It's most likely going to happen, and and right now we're not. No one's talking about an MVP conversation for him he's at all. No one. No NBA. one's even talking about. You know, and yeah, the All NBA selection. That's exactly what people are t- are talking about, and he's not going to make it just because of maybe the success this team is having. If so, if a player is able to do this, 
I get shooting numbers or shooting numbers. I, I totally understand that. And he's not the best shooter. He never has been. But again, Ben, he will, he will be left off the All-NBA team and no one will even, even pay him a look. I don't agree with that. I really don't. Someone who's able to affect you know, you know, an NBA game like he does against, any, against the teams that he play, plays against, I think that someone like him should be rewarded for that. But they will pick someone else. Uh, there's, there, there are many great – this is a guards league, right? There's so many great guards to choose from, you know, especially when looking at the All-NBA selections. Ben, Brad might – I hate to say this, but, but they, they might even shun Brad to an to a All-NBA third team. He might not make it. And that, that's the problem here. That's what's ridiculous. That, that should not be the case ever for any player in, in his position. I mean, you look at the guards. I mean, just to rattle some names off, you got Chris Paul, Damian Lillard, Luka Doncic, right. Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, you could, almost, you could even throw in there, Jimmy Butler, Paul right. George. It's going to be tough to make that team. Um, Brad obviously should be on it. It would not shock me. And in fact, I don't think he will make it just because I think the Wizards are going to keep losing games. And once I feel like they're going to, I mean, uh, the, the Warriors are not doing that well either, but, but I feel like Steph is going to get that love and he'll be thrown up there as Steph well. Steph is a historically right. great player. Exactly. Those players get the nod no matter what. No matter I mean, what, right? Two-time um, MVP, three-time, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's one of, the, one of the greatest, if not the greatest shooter ever. When people see Steph Curry's name, they feel differently than they do uh, oh, Bradley Beal. Yeah, no, but you know, at this point, you know, it's probably up there in terms of uh, impact on the team. Look, the Warriors aren't, aren't having the best season ever, and it just goes to show you that you need talent around you if you're going to be an MVP. And I think, look, this is something to consider going forward. Bradley Beal has a big decision to make, and I think if the Wizards continue to lose, as it looks like they will, and miss the playoffs, and, and the All-NBA selections are made and he's left out and certainly won't be in the MVP talks, that could change the way Bradley Beal approaches his offseason and ultimately his future with the Washington Wizards, Anthony. But... We got a lot more to get into, Anthony, but before we do that, I want to let you know about Indeed. Like you're the hiring expert for your company, and what you really need is help making a short list of quality candidates. You need a hiring partner who makes your life easier. You need Indeed. Indeed is the job site. We all use it when we look for jobs, just to see what's out there. If we're looking for a career change, whatever you need in terms of seeking a job, Indeed can do it. Um, it'll help you match your job description faster. It'll only pay for the candidates that meet the must-have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. That's really just to start. If you're looking for a job or you're the one hiring, you need to go to Indeed. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com locked. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com locked. That's indeed.com slash locked. The offer is only valid through June 30th. So get on it now. Terms and conditions apply. Anthony, look, we talk about Bill Bar constantly. It is bar none. And I say bar, uh, Bill Bar, the most delicious bar on the net. We love it. They send Anthony boxes all the time. He eats them ad nauseum. It's his favorite bar. It's low calorie. It's low sugar. It's high protein. It's high fiber. It's delicious. Need I say more? Go to Built Bar, type in the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Lockdown Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news. Look, we need our time. Do we really have an hour to spend a day on a podcast? Nope, but guess what? Peter Bukowski got you in 20 minutes. Follow the Lockdown Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Anthony, look. Wizards split the weekend, a win and a loss, a blowout loss to the Suns. But guess what? The Suns, second in the West, 
the difference some talent can make and some good draft picks. Bridges, right. Devin Booker finally has out. DeAndre Ayton, say what you will. I get it. The Luka pick should have went in Phoenix, but doesn't make a difference here. DeAndre Ayton is really good, and so are the Suns. They kind of did what they needed to do against the Wizards, took care of business there. But let's dig into the positive things here. Daniel Gafford, the player the Wizards got for Troy Brown, he's given them the things they need. And I even look, Quentin Mayo, our guy Quentin Mayo posted a tweet and said, hey, does Thomas Bryant have to worry next year? Daniel Gafford's making a big splash here. Nine points, five rebounds, four for six shooting, a block right off the bat, coming off an injury, didn't look hurt. He looked he looked jumpy. He looked athletic. He looked um, focused defensively, everything the Wizards need. Scott Brooks said that every game, he just shows me something that I really love. He was competing. He plays with toughness. I love his potential. Anthony, should Thomas Bryant be worried? Are we all, are we all in on Daniel Gafford? Should Thomas Bryant be worried about like his starting position playing time? Is that, yeah. is that what Quentin, Quentin Mayo was, was getting at? That. I, I don't think, I don't think TB has much to worry about there. No, no. I mean, Daniel, Daniel Gafford is, he's, he's done fine so far with the minutes that he's, uh, he's been given um, really, but over Thomas Bryant. No, I don't, I don't think so. Thomas Bryant um, before he got hurt was playing. He was one of the most efficient shooting centers in the league. If not the most the, efficient shooting, right. The most efficient, efficient shooting center in the league. So Ben, absolutely not. Um, and who knows how long Daniel Gafford will be in a Wizards jersey for, honestly. They like him a lot. They like him a lot, Anthony. They like Troy a lot, too, man. They did. That's Hey, man. I Wow, Anthony, 60-something podcasts in. He's bringing the heat, guys. No, I, you know, I am, but, but hey, tables but turned, hey when, when, when the organization says all these things about a guy like sure. Troy Brown Jr., too, you know, sure. and, and, and now they're saying about Daniel Gafford, you, you, it makes you question. It makes you wonder exactly what they have planned, what they have in store, because, Ben, Every season we know for the NBA changes drastically. I mean, maybe not in terms of too many contenders, but still um, where guys go, how things shape up to be coach-wise. You don't know. You really don't know what's going to happen um, next season. Daniel Gafford will finish out the season here in Washington with, with what we think will be a lottery season, right? I actually don't I don't want to completely push back on what you're saying because I think Thomas Bryant is a lot more skilled than Daniel Gafford. He right, gives them right. floor spacing that the Wizards need at the at the at the forward and, and honestly any position. They're one of the worst shooting teams in the league. They need shooting. Thomas Bryant gives you that. But they also need defense bad. They need an athletic big man bad, someone to throw lobs to. The worst defensive team in the league, you're right, Ben. Daniel I mean, they Gafford need it. They can need defend. It. And right. and he not only can he defend, he can defend at a pretty high level for a player his age. He's super athletic. The most athletic center the Wizards have had since JaVale McGee, by far. That says a lot more about the Wizards than it does Daniel Gafford, but still, he gives them some things that they need bad. Um, like, I, I agree with you. I don't think Thomas Bryant's position as a starter is in danger. He'd be a fine backup. He's a great – he's one of those or really dip, fun – Fine fine and depth, for sure. Backups. Exactly, and the Wizards yeah. need that. And worst case, if the Wizards do blow it up, Daniel Gafford's a piece that you want to keep around anyway because he does have that potential to become a, a high-energy sort of a Sean Holmes. Rashawn Holmes can start – for any player and for any team in the league that doesn't have one of those elite centers. Man, what an unbelievable year he's been having in Sacramento. And it gives you the same sort of energy that – right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's awesome. Sean Holmes, he's hyper-efficient. He catches lobs. Yeah. He rolls to the basket. He does the little things that, that teams need and that a lot of players don't right. want to do. Daniel Gafford's similar in that way where he attacks the basket. He tries to dunk every single time he has the ball. He defends well. He puts his body on the line. You need those players. The Wizards haven't had a lot of those. So – Obviously, we, we hate to see Troy Gown, but this, in the long term, maybe we look back on this. Maybe I'm just throwing out cautious optimism there, but maybe we look back on this in a year or two and say, man, the Wizards got a solid center in Daniel Gafford. And young- right, and that's, Ben, that's what we talked about right after the trade deadline is that he was going to be the focal point. I know that 
um, that uh, that Chandler Hutchinson he had a, a good debut for Washington, but this That's Daniel Gafford, yeah, he has not done much since um, really. And Daniel Gafford was the focal point of this trade. So hopefully, you're right. Hopefully that that will give them more um, more depth uh, down low, give them a nice rim protector they need for the for the longevity of, of this deal. Hopefully it lasts them. Hopefully it does them well. If they keep him for the rest of the season, it's not going to do this franchise much well if he's if he's in another jersey to start next season. So if he if he ends up staying for for, for a couple of years, that that's great. Then great for sure. I also I don't want to bring in more I know I'm super positive and I don't want to I don't want to water it down with negativity, but I have to say that we did say the same thing when the Wizards traded for Mo Wagner, Isak Bonga uh, these right, small right. trades for Jerome Robinson when they traded Isaiah Thomas. All these random trades for really random young players who have some potential. They got Thomas Bryant in a random trade. That's true. And that's right. where that's 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 good, right? They signed him off waivers. The Lakers waived him and he ended up playing really well and right. earned himself a starting spot. But right, yeah. these these sorts of signings are really hard. They, they, it really rarely pans out. And right. Mo Wagner's not in Washington anymore. Troy Brown's not in Washington anymore. Jerome Robinson's not in Washington anymore. So they've kind of, uh, kind of just accepted the fact that these other moves didn't work out. I'm not saying Daniel Gafford won't. I think he ha- could, but it is, I think, important to just approach it with a little bit more cautious optimism. We haven't seen Daniel Gafford really. There's a reason why he didn't play in Chicago, and we haven't seen those reasons yet. And and it remains to be seen what those reasons are. But so far, so good. If if you're the Wizards, I think. Absolutely, Ben. And like you just said with Jerome Robinson, we have not seen we, – we saw the three games from Jordan Bell, right? Um, we haven't seen much. He has not dressed with the team this, this past weekend. Yeah, I don't so think they officially signed him. Okay, um, they haven't brought him. Okay. That out, but um, it looks like he's going to be there. We'll see how that affects the rest of the team. Well, how does that, what does that mean for Robin Lopez? What does that mean for Daniel Gafford? Ben Robin Lopez. I mean, against listen, I I know against Phoenix, he he didn't get too much playing time, but against Golden in Golden State, he uh he helped lead off the bench for sure. What do you have? Twenty points, eight rebounds, twenty-seven minutes. Ben, fourteen shots. We don't see that much from our guy. Fourteen shots. They run the offense to him. They run the (laughs) offense to him. I'm not even. It's funny because it's it would it would be a great joke, right? But it's real. But ben, and we, we really saw some good contributions here. I mean, Robin Lopez did that, like I just said, 20 and 8 off the yeah. bench, 27 minutes. Alex Len even, 15 points, 5 rebounds in 20 minutes he started. Ben, Rui, he had another great game with over 20 points, 5 rebounds. He got the most minutes on the team. And Brad and Russ, not the best um, – well, yeah, not the best shooting night for, from outside for both of them. Um, and thank God Bradley got the got the rebound after yeah. after Russ bricked it um, there at the end of the game. But wow, what a way to make your first three of the game for Bradley Beal. And I mean, he got hit by and I know Andrew Wiggins threw his hands up after that after that play. But after you saw the replay, he hit him on the shoulder. Absolutely, it was a, it was a great call by the officials. That's a hard hard call by the officiating crew, especially with six seconds left. A lot of guys don't want to make that call to like you know to to really you know impact the game in, in that way. But that was a good call. Uh, Brad was able to finish. With uh, 20 points, three rebounds, six assists, and that was his first. He went one for five from outside. But Ben, the team combined for 18 turnovers yeah. in this win. Brad and Russ combined. They both had six turnovers, right? I mean, we, we, we wanted, of course, they'll take any wins that they can, and for sure they did, and they just got this win by the skin of their teeth. There's so many holes in this team that you're able to see. And I know I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to like sit here and, and sound like I'm, I'm angry about a win, 
but still it's just you see some of these things and it's great being golden state in golden state i bet every nba team has been itching for years to do this you know since the dynasty run really i mean like of course they want they, they want that and that's and that's a great win and bradley beal showed that he's got guts man that was a big time shot he did great but still ben there's there's a lot of there's a lot of takeaways that we have to um that we got to that we got to discuss the team you know a, as a team you know go they're not going to get many wins if you're not going to even shoot close to 30% from 3 if you're going to turn the ball over 20 times if you're not shooting even 80% from the free throw line these are just, these are just things that that will that will catch up with you and honestly i mean i shouldn't even be saying that that, that have already caught up with them 19 and 33 ben <laughs> so far and and yes against the suns ben it got even worse Ben, the Suns shot 51, over 51 from the floor, 40% from three, 100 from the line against the Wizards. They forced, the Wizards forced the Phoenix Suns to three turnovers. The Phoenix Suns are... How, man? Three, not even one turnover a quarter. The Phoenix Suns have good players and, and the Washington oh, yeah. Wizards don't. And, and they are a top contender. I mean, they, they might as well, they, they could at any point, number one in the world but still Ben that was that was horrendous an absolute horrendous showing I um I I don't want to speak lightly about this Ben I know they were they were not with Bradley Beal which we can get into that too because they're being selective about playing him with his nerve damage that's also an issue we got to get into Ben (laughs) the team was led by Howell Neto and Howell I love you we love you we love your production but that was the first time they asked you to do that this year Against the Phoenix Suns. As, as, as the great Jordan Crawford in Washington once said, who else going to shoot? There you go. There you look go. at this team. Who else going to shoot, man? If it's not, not Howell Neto, what are, what are we going to throw Isak Bonga in there and hope that he finds a shot after not playing for six months? Like This team, man, this team isn't built for, for a good offense. They're built around Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook ball dominating. And once you ball dominate – the Washington Wizards have the highest usage backport in the NBA. They're both ball-dominant players because they're being asked to do that. And when you have those players in your roster, you're going to turn the ball over a lot. Nobody else in the roster can handle it. Nobody else in the roster can handle it. With all due respect to Ish Smith, if you're asking him to carry the ball as often as he has sometimes, for sure. you're going to be a bad team. And, and the Wizards are a bad team for that reason. They don't have a versatile offense. They don't have versatile players. They don't have players who are capable of doing multiple things. They have a lot of random, raw young players and you can't win in the NBA winning in the NBA is so difficult. The wizards have too many project players. Bonga's a project player. Jordan Robinson was a project player to an extent, even Daniel Gafford's a project player. So too many, uh, too many unsolved puzzles on this team. They need veterans who can get it done on every night, who know their roles, who can do the same thing night in and night out. And Denny didn't play bad against the Suns, but I mean, he didn't, he had a very empty night against um, golden state. Right, he got he got over twenty minutes. He he started. He didn't make one shot. He went over six from the floor. And Ben, he he played better against the Phoenix Suns, but he's getting thirty one minutes and he's now starting again. Nine points, six rebounds. He went two for six again. Starting minutes over thirty minutes, only getting six shots up. You're right. They're asking all these guys to do entirely more than what, what they what they should be asked to do. They're not yeah, like, in the position to be that capable. Robin Lopez. It's like he scored twenty points and eight rebounds off the bench. I mean, he, the Bucks were really good last year. He never did that for them for a reason. Oh, exactly. And and this <laughs> to tell you the truth, Ben, for Robin Lopez, this was the smartest decision that he could have made of for course. his career because he's just this is all gravy for him for next season to Nobody. sign as much money for next season. He should be doing that. Every NBA veteran should be doing that. Absolutely. But as you said, 
this is I mean, he would not be doing this in any other team besides maybe Houston and, and the Timberwolves. But still, it's he's putting up great numbers. He's putting up big time numbers. He hasn't put these numbers up in a long time. There's he's a reason. He's never done this. There's a reason. <laughs> I'm not he's never done this. We watch the NBA all the time. Have you ever seen Robin Lopez oh out a hook shot? We gotta give my guy Robin. We gotta give him some more credit. We well, gotta give him give some more credit. I mean, give him credit. When was the last time he had a twenty and eight game? Good luck digging through that basketball his, reference. His his younger younger years. I mean, it had to Find be for it. sure. He hasn't. He had. Whoa. Well, I mean, good luck. We'll be here till Sunday. Well, next Sunday. Stop that. We don't want to listen. I'm not knocking him. This is lockdown. Defense. Listen, the lockdown defense. No, you're right. But the lockdown Lopez listeners are not. <laughs> they can't be happy with this right now. But <laughs> look, the only person happy about this, maybe even Robin Lopez might be unhappy. He was right. signed here to play some defense. Uh, they compared him to Nene, rebounding, the boxing out, the little things. And uh, yeah, he hasn't been maybe doing when, Maybe when he was 25 in Portland, still. Never. Look at his stats in Portland. Do you think he was ever putting up. 10 hook shots a game, no shot. I mean, oh, man, this Washington Wizards team, Anthony. I mean, what else, what else do we got? Let's, let's talk about this. Do you want so to get into the Robin the Lopez? Last, the last time I see that, listen, listen, the last time I see it, you, you're probably right, 2014 Yeah. Okay. against Orlando, 20 points, 13 rebounds. Shout out you, Robin Lopez. I will always dig for your stats, no matter what. I will always, always dig for him. 14, folks. I know. You're right. You're 100 percent right. Wow. So yes, it's. I was, and that was that was quick. That was a quick, quick search. I was like so 17 years old when Robin Lopez was putting up hook shots, and now all of a sudden this guy's like hook shot king. When did he become like Hakeem Olajuwon overnight? Listen, I, I, I'm not saying that's the last time that it, that he has. Put I'm up saying numbers it. like this, but Ben, he has done well with the. I, I. I like his hook shot because it's he doesn't do it much, and when he's right by the hoop, it's it. It's damn near automatic. Let's call it. He's it so automatic. It re- it really seems so. I mean, he's not he's not getting like look if you're over over Ellis with it. Guys, you're done. You might as well just for sim to end. If it was two K, you'd hit sim to end. If you're running your offense through Robin Lopez, you uh, you're cooked. You have no shot. There are too many good teams in the NBA to be. Twenty point seven rebounds in twenty eighteen against the Knicks when he was on Chicago. Hmm, that's I think that might be it, folks. But Four still, years ago. Okay. but yes. But yes, Ben. Not a good look. But yeah, you're right. But th- th- that's just what it is. I mean, they're they're asking these players to do entirely too much. We keep saying the same things, Ben. I don't know um, when it will change. It probably will change in, in years to come for the Wizards, unless they make the choice this offseason to rebuild or to to really to go all in with with Russ and Brad okay. and to try and, and and build around them with whatever they may have in store. What does that mean? We can bring him back out of Porter. That's what it means, folks. Right, right. I mean, <laughs> what what decision do they have to make this offseason? Whether trying to build with them or rebuild, right? How is, did you build with it? no money? That's the thing. Like, you you, gotta, you'd have to convince a very good veteran to play for seven million dollars, and then in today's NBA, or you just go to the owner and talk about luxury tax, huh? Yeah, he'll look at you and say, yeah, "What <laughs> luxury tax? We got issues. luxury tax. We're in the we're, we're in the lottery. What, what are yeah. you doing?" Yes, and that's just and that's just how sad it is, folks. I mean, nineteen <laughs> and thirty three, and right there, almost paying the luxury tax. They're 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 one, one of, million dollars under, by the way. One million dollars under. I, I have no. I mean, I have no look, they paid Davis Bertans, Brad Beal, and and Russell Westbrook a lot of money, and right. uh, and they didn't have Davis against in Phoenix either. So so it's. 
The pieces keep falling. I mean, Garrison Matthews, he tried, they try to bring him in as a, as a, one of their better shooters. Ben, we still have not seen um, the best from, from Garrison Matthews. We, we have hope in him for sure, but still. They don't run a play for him, man. I mean, right? when was the last time he came off screen and had this, some sophisticated play that they ran for? Right, we yeah. I mean, that. they gave him 27 that. minutes against the Suns, and he got up six threes. Didn't yeah. shoot well. You know, and, again, and exactly what you're talking about. There's no set plays for him. He's got a pretty much scratching claw out there to, to try and shoot whenever he gets, to, you know, his hands on the ball, especially on nights when Brad's not playing. It's much easier, but still. Ben, it's not good. This, this offense is, is very is very one-sided towards, obviously pointed towards Bradley Beal and, and Russell Westbrook. And then, and there's not too much more to talk about. I, I really – was a meme, it would be that dog in the burning house where it just says this. That's what it is. That's what it is right now. I mean, what have we been talking about every podcast, guys? That's all we do is just we sit here and we talk about the same things, don't we? Hey, because the, this should be called Lockdown Insanity because the Wizards just don't change. Guys, mark it down. Lockdown Insanity. We have a lot more to talk to about the Wizards' future games coming up against another contender, the Utah Jazz. But first... Let me tell you about Bet Online, Ben's favorite place to bet. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Ben uses it for the NBA, college hoops as it just ended. He used it for the Masters today. He didn't bet on Hideki. He bet on Jordan Spieth. Guys, I was rooting for him too, but shout out Hideki. Guys, Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV, real time updated odds and prop bets on almost anything that you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up today. Head over to the website, use your mobile device, sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online. Your online sportsbook experts make sure to use the promo code LOCKDOWN. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Get more analysis on the top prospects available in this year's NBA draft with the Locked On NBA Draft Podcast. Scouting reports, draft rumors, mock draft, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Follow the Locked On NBA Draft Podcast on the Audacity app or wherever you may listen to podcasts. Ben, let's get, let's get into this Wizards-Jazz preview. The Wizards are coming off of a 30-point blowout against another Western contender, and now they're playing the number one seed, um, who, is, who is in place of the number one seed. The Jazz, um, yes, first in the West. The Wizards, they beat them earlier this season, Ben, um, but can, can lightning strike twice? Donovan Mitchell coming off a 42-point 40, game, and um, Mountain Michael Conley scored 26 and has been playing very well. This team, they just seem like they're such a contender, Ben, at this point with what they've been doing. I know the West has some big, big names like LeBron and AD, um, also with Denver and uh, the Clippers. Ben, this, in my mind, this is a true, true contender and what Donovan Mitchell – Rudy Gobert, Michael Conley, and company have been doing has been absolutely amazing. Ben, let's just let's let's get into it. Let's get some predictions going. Do we think the Wizards have a chance coming off 
a, a blowout loss to this to the number two team in the West. Um, now going up against number one team. Oh man, it's tough. We saw what the Wizards look like against that contending team in Phoenix. Um, it's hard, I think, if you're if you're at this point in the season. Um, I think when the Wizards beat the Jazz, they still had some hope of making the playoffs. But it, they're at this point in the season. With the losses they've suffered, with the record they have, they're four and a half games back of the tenth spot, uh, the play-in spot. Um, it's just hard for me to imagine them beating a team like the the Jazz are are, are firing on all cylinders. They're, they want to win a championship, and I think they're one of those teams that doesn't really drop winnable games that often. And the Wizards are obviously a very winnable game. Um, if they're the Jazz, they're having teams. They're they're playing like. A complete team. Like you said, right. Mike Conley, 20 points. Donovan Mitchell, 40. Joe Ingles can give you 20 on any given night. Rudy Gobert can have a dominant game. They just – they right. play a perfect style of basketball. Right. And they're right. going to be a really tough team to be in. I don't think Absolutely. Ben, in this team, we see these teams in past seasons. I feel like the Utah Jazz, they're so set on – making sure they get this one seed. Because there's a lot of great teams in past seasons that that have that great record, that are so great in the regular season. But obviously, we see the big dogs down there. Obviously, a one seed is not that important to LeBron James and Anthony Davis right now on a Lakers team. They're, they're, they're working on a championship season. Obviously, they have, they have the names to do so. A team like the Jazz, right? Ben, like you just said, the Wizards is a very winnable game. And they are trying to make sure that they get this number one seed, so they have the easiest opportunity to 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 um, advance in, in the playoffs. Ben, they they had this circle on their calendar. They had the beginning of the 20, 2021 playoffs circled on their calendar ever since that ridiculous bubble series against Denver. Right? I mean, they were up three one, and they lost, and they lost three straight. So. So yeah, Ben. It's just it's right right now. You got this hungry team in Utah. The games are dwindling down. I don't see them getting. Uh, I don't see them beating Utah right now. Um, especially them being a great, great contender uh, uh, in the West. And Ben, I don't know about. But I, I know there's Kawhi and Paul George, LeBron and AD over there. Um, and, and now we even got the great Chris Paul on a great contending team, which will be awesome to watch them in the playoffs. Uh, ben, I'm not. I'm not predicting a win right now. Do you think that uh, Utah has has the chance to to really go far in the playoffs this year against these teams? It's like, man, who we watched the Jazz play a lot this year. They don't have a Kawhi Leonard. They don't have a LeBron. They don't have an Anthony Davis. But they just have top to bottom players that know their roles that play really well. They defend their butts off. Donovan Mitchell is quickly turning into one of those superstar players and Rui Gobert say what you will about him I understand he's not perfect he's still one of the best rim protecting big men in the NBA um that's undisputable and yeah it's gonna gonna be hard to beat this team four times in the playoffs every year in the playoffs there's a team that just explodes we saw it with the heat last year the jet or the 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 nuggets are really playing well with Aaron Gordon yeah. right now, they can, they can, they might be able to beat them four times. Obviously, the Lakers are going to be incredible, but I think the Jazz are right there. I mean, they they are a legit contender. They, it wouldn't shock me at all if they won the championship. They're that good. And I agree with you, man. I really, I just want to see them get past the first round this year. And I know against the, the Nuggets, that was a great, great matchup. The Nuggets went on to to go to the Western Conference Finals against the Lakers, which is not easy, any easy feat at all. The whole world thought 
the Clippers were going to be there. But again, the Clippers, they let the world down. As Charles Barkley said over the weekend, you know, I don't know if you caught that, but that, that made me laugh. But yeah, Ben, um, this one's going to be a tough one for the Wiz. Our boys from the DMV, it's I don't know. And right now, we don't though. even – no, you're right. But to them, it is. And we don't even know if, if Bradley Beal or Davis Pertans is going to be playing. So. Yeah. that's Look, if you're the Wizards, if you're the Wizards, you make this rest of the season, you focus on making sure Denny Abdia and Rui Hachimura are continuing to get better. You make sure they're getting touches. You make sure Denny Abdia is allowed to make mistakes. Let them handle the ball more. Get them involved. Because if you're, if you're using possessions on Robin Lopez, knowing that he's probably not going to be here next year, those are wasted possessions of development that you could be using with Danny Abdi and Rui Hachimura. Uh, you got to make sure that you're developing these players. They're not going to beat the Jazz. Like, in all likelihood, they're not going to beat the Jazz. Make sure you're developing the players. So win, win or loss, whatever, the Wizards have to make sure they're continuing to develop these players. That's what's important, Lockdown Wizards. As always, we want to thank you for listening. We'll be back with you again tomorrow. Um, if you haven't already, Go subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to your podcast. It's Locked On Wizards for Anthony. We'll be back with you again tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 